0: This episode is part of our five episode coverage of the 2019 Tribeca Film Festival. Enjoy.
1: This is Naaman and Narvina Movie Reviews. So, now we're going to talk about the Apollo documentary. It's simply about the Apollo, how it came to be, how it uh, helped a lot of people of color, uh, mainly specifically black. Yeah, specifically black people. Um, rise to stardom. I guess.
0: Yeah, black. How it helped black entertainers, entertainers. get their start. Yeah, get and their also start. Pivot into bigger careers.
1: Bigger careers. Right. Yeah.
0: The history of Apollo Theater from the start to now.
1: To now. Yeah. Um, I actually, I still have a lot of questions. It was a bun- It was ho- it had a lot of holes for me, but it was okay. It wasn't the best documentary. I thought they could have done better.
0: I thought so. Going into this, I thought it was going to be just, you know, to be honest, kind of boring, oh, you know, it, was and be amazing. it wasn't, uh, it was actually entertaining to me. I guess we're going to, oh. uh,
1: that's shocking. That. Cause I feel like, yeah, I was expecting something. I was like, oh, I was going to love this. It was going to be great. I feel like it felt long. I don't think it was that long, but some of it, I just wasn't getting all the answers that I wanted. And they stayed on that, uh, that Tahasi, uh, Tahasi, Coats uh Ta-Nehisi play coates. i didn't like that i was like why they
0: focus on that i get it but yeah so Tanahasi coates has a stage version of his book between the world and me yeah between the world and me let me make sure that's the right where he's title. writing
1: a letter to his 15 year old son about the world now today
0: and the story of the apollo is kind of shaped around mm-hmm. them putting together this pl- well, reading of yeah, uh, I don't even know if it's a play like a theater. It's, it's a
1: it's a reading thing.
0: Well, a reading of what you know? Uh, I don't know if it's a play. It's not a musical, but it has music. What do they call it? Uh, it. I guess you could call it a play, but it's not. It doesn't. From what I was seeing, and I didn't attend this event whenever it happened. Yeah, Angela Bassett was reading. Common, was, was doing rap. You know, <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, No, Black Thought.
0: Black Thought. Black yeah. Thought. So it wasn't a traditional play, but it was definitely being set up for theater. They had like right. the biggest actors. you Well, some solid actors you could find to do these readings of, um, I guess, excerpts from the book mm-hmm. in a theater form. Anyway, the uh, whole documentary talks about the history of the Apollo surrounding them putting that thing together. I thought it was entertaining to go back to where I start. And for me, there weren't very many holes. I just had one issue, and this isn't a giveaway, but the Apollo right now it's not owned by it's
1: owned by the state yeah
0: it's owned by the state it's not owned by an individual Anyone, yeah. as it was for a long time mm-hmm. before uh, now so now i want to know what are the details of that you right. know uh, what happens to apollo in the future you know mm-hmm. how does the state handle it what happens to programming and, and i wish they could have quickly they could have quickly just given this answer it's, to it's not like
1: a uh what is that called when they make things uh
0: Historically landmark. <laughs> yeah, a landmark? I don't know. You know, they didn't be. answer
1: that. You know? Because it closed
0: down. I'm sure you uh so I did not know about that. And that was something that I learned from the documentary. Right. So the Apollo actually closed down I'm I not sure when. I think they another hole. I don't know if they said it. Yeah. But it opened back up in '85, which was interesting because that's now that's all my life, right? Yeah. So I don't know the old Apollo that they are describing. Right. As, so that was fascinating to me. And the Apollo that opened up to in '85 is the Apollo that I know, right? And I grew up with. That's when Showtime at the Apollo TV but they show didn't started.
1: Even say anything about Showtime at the Apollo or how it got there? And that's why I was like, where? Why the holes? The like, TV show. That shows yeah, the up. TV show because that's an important part of the Apollo and how it made money because they were saying how it wasn't making all this money how they couldn't pay people how they were paying people pennies
0: see i felt like there wasn't a hole because i felt like they answered that they created this tv show so more people outside of uh new york can know what showtime at the apollo the amateur night actually looks like they so th-
1: said they created the tv show
0: yes that's why oh, i it that was part. made and uh The thing about the TV show and what they always said throughout the uh, show is that the... So one thing about theater, I'm trying to figure out my theater life and write a show and all this stuff in New York. So... What I do understand is that the way the theater makes money is by how many butts in the seat you could put in there and how high the ticket prices are. And when you. Yeah. So the Apollo, a big issue that they talk about all throughout is that the Apollo doesn't have that many seats. Is it like sixteen
1: hundred?
0: Sixteen hundred. I think was around there. And you can't charge like ridiculous prices like mm-hmm. you can for Broadway shows because it's not that kind of audience. Mm-hmm. So how do you make the Apollo make money? Right. You know. So that's a big part of why it was uh, why the state has it now because the regular person who got it i forgot his name but it was this rich black guy or whatever he was the
1: only black person to ever own it yeah and he he had it for a year but he said he lost two million dollars every year i
0: don't know how long he had three years but he had it for a while he would lose so much money He was
1: losing like two million he said yeah it's just so
0: hard because you know it's not enough seats that's really it and you can't charge high prices so you know uh showtime at the apollo was just really to get more people in for more awareness about the apollo and for them to know what it is Mm -hmm. so yeah to say i'm really just kind of going back and back i guess not arguing like but arguing with you about the idea of i felt like that was answered Mm. i
1: don't i feel like they could have said a bit more because they didn't even show like I didn't. I missed the part about the uh, them actually talking about Showtime at the Apollo. I guess because they didn't even show like a clip of it being on TV. Which they did. I missed all of that. They showed the
0: performers. They showed when the dancer girls came in the intro to the Showtime at the Apollo. They talked about like why they brought the TV show around, why the TV show happened.
1: I missed all of that. They didn't show Sandman Sims either. Well, I mean. He's a very it's important. It's so part. much
0: about the Apollo. Yes, you a know, lot. How do you I And put I'm it all only in? remembering
1: what I know from TV and, you know, growing up watching it. Yeah, but that, I mean, they talked about,
0: like, what Amateur Night was about. Uh, they talked about the Lauren Hill fail that oh, yeah. everyone talks about. Because <laughs> she
1: became a big star. Yeah,
0: you know, it was a lot of. I felt like they covered that. Um, oh,
1: okay. Well, maybe I missed a few parts. Maybe I dozed or something. I don't know.
0: To get off of that uh, part. I want to say that Tanahassi coach show looks very boring. That's a whole nother side note. I don't, if they go to Broadway, that's something I don't want to see. I won't be purchasing tickets to. But uh, it was this woman narrating with the most craziest
1: headpiece. It she wanted to be Miss you. One so bad from the Wiz. And I was just like, where did they find her?
0: Uh, where did she find her headpiece? She piece? had an
1: ampersand headpiece in her head. Like I was
0: confused. I, I was trying to figure out like how it was on her head. It looked like a headband, and then like, it was like, an and symbol. Like yeah. what was
1: her reasoning? It
0: was very strange. I don't know. Yeah. I just had to comment on that. <laughs> um, yeah, but really, overall, I personally thought the documentary was solid and what it made me think of is how special it is you know i i don't walk by the apollo a lot but now i've been here in new york so long where when i am on 125th i'm like oh the apollo you know yeah now it's making me cherish it more and more and more and uh i had a friend who came into town last year and we actually toured the apollo uh with this really really cool guy who does the tours there and I was being ridiculous. We had an opportunity to sing on the stage. I did that. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed the log, everything. But, you know, like, it's really, really a special place. And uh, Did you now, feel like a star? No, I did not. Um. I, it, the performance was actually kind of subpar. Everyone still clapped. I think it was a supportive environment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, um, I feel like I do need to just... Check out this Apollo and see what kind of programs I could support there and go to. Yeah,
1: I got invited. Well, I've been once to Amateur Night, and it was ridiculous with Steve Harvey. And then I got invited again by my friend. Sorry, Mandy. But, yeah, I was supposed to go. I didn't go.
0: Yeah, I'm going to start going more. I am.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't think. The documentary was not terrible. It did give you insight into more, and it makes you appreciate it more. And I do think you should go see it if you get a well uh who has it hbo hbo has it so you will get opportunity to see it if you have hbo or somebody's password so i do think you should watch it a little bit few holes for me but maybe i just missed those parts and they were answered after all
0: yeah i recommend it Narvina sort of recommends no it. i
1: recommend it totally 100 okay. percent. i was always gonna 100 recommend it black power So you should definitely go see it.
0: Yeah, especially if you're black in New York and you've been to the Apollo, it makes you appreciate it Yeah, it's special.
1: It's a special place. So, yeah, that's it. All
0: right. Clementine, Clementine, Clementine. This movie was interesting. I almost want to say strange. But the premise is that it was about a girl who breaks into her ex's lake house and there... While she's not supposed to be there. And she's like swimming in the lake house. Well, the lake by the house. And all that kind of stuff. She meets a strange young girl. That kind of transforms. And changes her. In unique ways. In just like a few days or so. So that's. Without giving a lot away. That's what Clementine is about. To me. This movie was interesting. And after I read the show notes. I appreciated it more. But. It's one of those movies that doesn't really have a solid plot of, hey, this character does this. This is what happens when this character does this or because this character does this. And then this is the solution to this thing that this character does. It's not that type of movie. It's very much just a view into this character's life during just a period of time. And these movies are always interesting. I would say that they are clear examples of maybe like character studies where you're watching one person and you're mm-hmm. trying to dig deep into them and why they're feeling this way and why they're making these decisions. Mm-hmm. But it's always, is does this work? Will this work? Will this not work? Those movies where they don't have just a plot there, always interesting cerebral they make you think but you know they're always a toss-up for me this is an example of this I think this movie although moves you at points it really doesn't go nowhere it just goes and goes and goes although the runtime doesn't feel like that I think I was disappointed because it just kind of goes and goes and goes there are high moments but I still left not really just moved by it my plus and it's not a bad movie it's really hard i'm really in the middle about it but my plus was the performance of the young girl in the movie she really did some things that were surprising about the performance and she's an actress to really look out for in my opinion
1: um this movie the score from this movie had me slightly stressed the whole time the whole what like two hours i don't know it was a a slightly a bit too long But the score had me so stressed. It was so creepy and just uh, really not a building. How do you? It was, it it felt like it was building to something. And then it just like dropped and nothing happened. And then at the end, I was just unfulfilled. And I was like, wasn't it not a horror movie? Like it was not. And that's what I was feeling like it was. Nobody, I mean, I'm not going to tell you, but nobody died. And I was just like well i was very unfulfilled i mean i i guess it was interesting it was a very strange take on a love story maybe
0: i wouldn't say it was a love story it's more of the aftermath of a breakup really
1: oh it was very i don't know because it just felt like a horror movie and it was so not.
0: one thing we can say about the movie that doesn't really give it away is that the main character when she breaks into her ex's house The main character is a lesbian, so it's about a lesbian relationship that has ended and how this girl is getting through and past the relationship. And yeah, the young girl is played by Sydney Sweeney. I think I should mention that to me. She was the standout of the movie and she did some really amazing things with the way that she her character just switched on and off with yeah. all these different things and uh the director in the note said it was a psychological drama. I would agree with that. And it's because of Sydney S- Sydney Sweeney's character where you don't really know what it is. She makes you think that it's one thing and then you think that it's another thing yeah. and then you find out that it's really this. Yeah. So I don't know, I'm torn. I'm in the middle. I would recommend you see it. It's shot really beautifully. Yes, it There's is. There are some really cool moments. If you go see it for Sydney Sweeney only, I think that that's worth
1: the admission. You're going to be confused because I still am. I don't know what I was supposed to get from it. Like I was left like, okay, so cool movie. Shot nice. Great. Love the house. But what was I supposed to get from this? I got nothing.
0: That's a good point. I wrote that down in my notes as well. That I missed the message or the point, and it wasn't that the movie had to have a message or a point, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be that way, but it felt like it really wanted to have one,
1: yeah, but there was nothing like it and was just n- no point, it was just life.
0: I wouldn't say it was it was nothing, but I didn't it. I don't think it stuck the landing about what we were supposed to take from that, but maybe it was just supposed to be about like life and an examination of this time period and this woman. The score
1: was wrong. I actually really enjoyed the score, but the score really leads you to believe one thing, and it's a totally another thing. And then the Sydney Sweeney girl, she leads you to think she's about to do some wild stuff, and it's not even that. Yeah. So I don't know. It just left me confused, and I don't. I I just really wanted to get something from it because it was so heavy ish.
0: If I were to sum this up, which I am, I would say that it's a drama mixed in with a breakup love story that turns into a slight thriller and then ends up just being an examination of of this time period in this woman's life after a breakup. That's it, yeah, that's it. so this Clementine now we're going to talk about this film called bliss bliss in a nutshell first of all is a horror movie i guess i Uh, guess yeah yeah i mean it's part of so at the tribeca film fest it's part of the midnight selection which is their horror movie selection so but to me it's not like raw scary i guess points there's no yeah there's no real monster Horror movies are just different, period, nowadays, yeah. so I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, in a nutshell, this movie is about a crackhead artist who <laughs> takes drugs that turns her into a blood, thirsty, brilliant artist. That's really the premise.
1: I would call her a vampire.
0: She's a crackhead artist <laughs> that takes drugs that turns her into a bloodthirsty, brilliant artist.
1: Yeah, why?
0: <laughs> that's really is. Now that you
1: say it like that, I was just like, that sounds I, stupid.
0: I can't even. So, yeah, you're talking about, oh, she's a vampire. Is she not? I don't know if that's. Well, what
1: it, I came up with, okay, so vampire, yes, because she's bloodthirsty. But then the end made me think, okay, she was a vampire without the teeth.
0: I don't. I think it was something similar to a vampire but not in a, a lot vampire. of ways. So but we, it was in a lot of ways. Bottom line, she was eating people. She was eating people. And loving blood from the people she was eating.
1: But she had to snort a line or, or a few, or a ten, to calm back
0: down. Yeah. And the way... You never know in the movie... Try not to give too much away. You never know like how this came about. I don't know if it was from the initial batch of drugs she took from her friend, or if it was initial batch of drugs she took from a shady girlfriend of hers. Right. But it was something with the drugs that made her do that. Yeah. To me, this whole movie felt like Dare's a new ad- initiative to just say no to drugs because it makes you just be like yeah. no
1: yeah i was really thinking back on my own life but just thinking i was just like you yeah, know drugs is not where it's at
0: yeah i mean 420 wasn't too long ago and i've <laughs> I'm gonna sound like Kamala Harris. I partake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I partake. I wouldn't (laughs) even go put my business out there like that. I don't know y'all,
0: but and uh, we ordered brownies this time. Well, we did it separately. I can tell her story, or she. not was a mess. Anyway, (laughs) I the hallucinations that she was having and stuff. I kind of related to that in a sense and I, the amount of drugs that she was doing I was like well, yeah. girl. I was you like know? she
1: gonna die <laughs> like.
0: yeah so it was really I guess kind of like a message to stay away from drugs she was That's I for got... sure. it was strange though cause she's like this regular so let's talk about her character to me the girl playing the lead in the role in the movie was this artist and She was just living like L.A. artist life, but very irresponsible about it. She wasn't she was behind on a rent. It didn't sound far behind. I think the landlord was just tripping Mm -hmm. then or the super whoever he was. And then uh, but she would have tons of money to like spend on drugs. Then she got dropped by her art agent. Right, And she couldn't get any more money because he couldn't sell the product that she was once again behind making. Right. You know, that she was supposed to have turned in like almost a month prior to all this. So her life was just in shambles. So that's what makes her, well, not makes her, She, of course, she was already doing drugs, cocaine right. specifically.
1: Well, she was clean before she got dropped. She said that? Yeah. She was just like, oh, I've been clean, but she got dropped by her art agent. So she went to her friend's house and that's why she called him. She was like, you still holding?
0: Oh, that changed my perspective a bit then.
1: Yeah. Well, I I don't know.
0: She's done it before. It yeah, was clear but she was clean. Yeah, but she, she was just smoking to weed. Point. You
1: know, like a normal human.
0: Okay, that changes my perspective. But anyway, she was in shambles. She turns back to drugs, heavy stuff, and then this where the movie just starts to go wild. I would say most of the performances in the movie were kind of weak. Especially Did not like the lead. But I have to say, her the character that the lead played. Was this girl very LA to me, just desperately wanting to be cool? Uh, she's a girl who honestly, like, I would just roll my eyes at constantly. She was trying
1: so hard. Uh, I think the script writing there was terrible, it was very young because she dropped the f bomb like a thousand times in one sentence, and I, I was think- just like, This is not it. I didn't believe it. So, I wouldn't
0: say the script writing is bad because some of the characters no not the whole uh,
1: script just where she was like when she would speak and it wasn't like to eat anybody or when she was just like f this f that f you f this and i was just like it's too much like i was just like over it so i would
0: argue that the script was decent because of that because it once you again makes you not really look at her like oh girl like you're just so much or like you're so immature or you know things like that
1: I Where like true.
0: i would think it was a bad script if all the other characters are making me go like oh jesus christ but they weren't they were like in their own element she's
1: the only one i didn't care for yeah
0: she was the one who i didn't care for and i think that was kind of like on purpose oh,
1: to make well, you I just look like, at her like that it just felt not true to me yeah well but-
0: yeah, I appreciate how she went all the way there, though, with her character whenever she was bloodthirsty.
1: Yeah. Like, it was I appreciate really amazing performance. Her when acting she went there. was great when she wasn't speaking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which, it was good. once again, just makes me think that character was supposed to be just not that likable. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: She just needs so. to shut up and act and do all the other stuff
0: because uh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, it was one thing about the movie where they had these lighting effects in the opening credits <laughs> and then also. At one crazy part of the movie, too. And let me just tell you, I'm not one where I get sick easily with a bunch of stuff. I rarely get sick. I rarely I've never gotten seasick or any of those things. Motion sickness usually never me. But my eyes were hurting and my head was hurting, too. I was getting a headache. Oh, what well, they said it this. may
1: cause seizures yeah. at
0: the beginning. It was a warning. Yeah, they give you a warning. So my warning to you, if you happen to see this is if you're a person who gets sick by, like, bright flashing light strobe Maybe lights and you have and stuff vertigo, like that,
1: it'll make you dizzy. Yeah,
0: do not watch this. This is definitely not for you. You'll be very sick. And these sequences are not short either. Like, they go on for a long time. That's
1: strange, because I have vertigo, and I usually get sick from stuff like that, but I didn't even see any difference. Like, it's just normal.
0: Well, lucky you, because I got a big headache. And it was one other person in that screen, and that I could tell it was making him sick too. Cause he bent his head down and I was like, Ooh, let me just do it too. Oh, a
1: lot of people left too. So I wonder if that was why yeah,
0: that they were older be. though. Yeah. So I, probably, I don't know. Sometimes snobby theater people oh, that don't, yeah. yeah, that could have been the part, but yeah. um I'm not sure why they aggressively did an effect like that. If they knew, if you know that it makes people feel that way, I don't think that's good for business, good for the movie or whatever, yeah. but it tries to be edgy, whatever. Um, Yeah, so the last thing I would say is that this is a movie where it starts off slow, but as it goes, it gets crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier, and then boom, bam, the end, even more crazy. I would say it ends solid, but for some reason, I still didn't love it. For me, it's no Suspiria. Yeah, no. No, no,
1: no. It's no Suspiria. By far, it's no Suspiria. But I didn't love it either. I mean... It was nice seeing something different from everything else we've been seeing throughout the festival. So, that was a nice change. But, no, it's not my favorite movie.
0: Yeah, I just wish it was a bit smarter. If it was smarter with the ridiculousness and Mm -hmm. the craziness it was, I think I would have loved it. But the lead cast just was not a smart gal. Yeah,
1: it was a cool movie. It was all right.
0: Yeah, so, if you get a chance to check out Bliss, uh, hey, uh, go in... Just with an open heart and see how you feel about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, with the open heart and closed eyes because you may get sick.
0: Cool. Before you go, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Naaman and Narvina. See you later.
1: Bye-bye.